Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! Happy middle of the week. Happy hump day, Bachelor Nation. How are we? Good. Alex, how are you? I'm so good. Good. Me too. So as you just heard, it's Alex and it's me, Sarah, as always. Um, Just us two again. (laughs) Yeah. We promised you a guest. Well, we said maybe, (laughs) to be fair. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, you know, we are, this episode was so good. Yeah, this batch episode. That I feel like the content stands alone. I know. This is a really good season because of the women, not because of Ari. <laughs> Ari is such a dud. I can't remember one thing that he said. Um, other I than, can. Okay, what? Proceed with caution. Proceed with caution. I also think when um, Kendall was just like, oh my God, I can't believe I ate so many bugs today. And he was like, yeah, that was gross. <laughs> <laughs> um. I could not believe that he kept around the girl that almost drank her own pee. He was like, wait, no, I didn't do it. It was oh, just well, let's hold off. That is just such a delicious moment that we need to go back to and really unpack uh, <laughs> based on how much it is deserving to be chatted about. Um, okay. Uh, should we just launch into it? Is there any Bachelor Nation news that we need to no, address? No, I don't think so. Everyone has podcasts. I guess go listen to them. Oh, I have a I have a confession to make. Oh. I listened to Taylor Nolan's new podcast. No. Let's talk about it. So, guys. Wait. Hold for on. those who don't know, well, Taylor Nolan has a new podcast. Alex just said, "Let's talk about it." And I'm and it a dean posted like, "Everyone should listen to my friend Taylor's new podcast." And I messaged it to Alex and said, "I will literally never listen to this." But now, here she uh, is. Yeah, and it's about dissecting the mental health of the uh, people on The Bachelor and like just really deep diving into their psyches. And um, I listened to it and um, I loved it. <laughs> okay, this is so unfair. Taylor is not allowed to do this unless someone dissects her mental psyche. Like she should have another professional come on and talk about how she behaved on The Bachelor. Like, be- this isn't fair. Yeah. I feel like Taylor has talked a lot about or I mean, I know it was from her own perspective and that's fine. But if you are going to take the position of saying like I am intelligent and professional enough to dissect your personality disorders, then she needs to let somebody else take like a look at her. Well, uh, to be fair, I haven't listened to any of the episodes with the exception of the latest one that was released last week. So maybe maybe that does happen. I don't want to I don't want to make a prediction, but I agree Um, if she's going to she's going to deep dive on these gals and talk about how they get in their heads. Somebody should maybe (laughs) talk about how the same exact thing happened for her because she came across really condescending. Obviously, last season of The Bachelor, I was not a fan of hers. Um, But as time has progressed, I feel like she that has sort of dissipated I don't necessarily think that way about her anymore well I was actually thinking about her the other day on paradise because like on paradise it was like all right why did we like her you know it's the same thing like why did we like Nick on paradise 
And I think it's the same thing we always talk about. They're not in these like insane high pressure situations. They just have more of a like a space to be themselves. So we saw like actual Taylor when she clearly wasn't in competition with anyone because like her and her guy like loved each other. However, there was one thing that I was thinking about on Paradise the other day that I do think was kind of bitchy that what Taylor you, did. And it was, me. who were the two guy, the, I'm sorry, the two girls that liked Diggy? Oh, um, it was Dominique came in, but uh, the one that ended, the girl who ended oh, up with Daniel. who started liking Diggy, the really basic girl? <laughs> What's her name? Oh my gosh. She was... She was on Nick's season. Lacey. Lacey. <laughs> so she, uh, Taylor, uh, like, was so pumped about, like, Lacey and Diggy and then would, like, talk to Lacey all about him and be like, oh, I think that you guys are so great together. And then when Dominique came, because Dominique's one of her best friends, she took Dominique aside. She's like, I never really thought Taylor and Diggy would be good together. I mean, it was, like, exciting or whatever. But, like, you are perfect. And I've been talking you up so much. And I was like, oh, that was actually really a shitty thing she did. Yeah, I think it ended up. I understand, but yeah. wasn't it kind of like a known fact among the Paradise group that Lacey <laughs> was only there to, to stay to wait for Daniel? No, I I know, but this wasn't this post. No, this was pre Daniel. Yeah, even still. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> people are imperfect. They are. Uh, let's talk about this episode. It is so funny. Yes, we open up on a beautiful glistening pool in the back of Bachelor Mansion. Becca stretches her arms wide open and swan dives into the deep blue. Multiple times. <laughs> in case you weren't sure she could do it the first time, you see her do it at least another seven. <laughs> um, everyone's talking about how young she is, blah, blah, blah. And then we find out they're going to Tahoe. Uh, which I this is such an upgrade because that first trip is never exciting because I was like flashing yeah, it's back. usually like Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, I was flashing back to isn't that where they went for Nick's where they had to shovel shit? Yeah. And all the girls were like, oh, my God, I've learned so much being at his friend's farm. Right. And then nobody wanted to stay with Chris after they went to Iowa. So this was like a <laughs> huge this was a huge upgrade. And I also really need to take a trip there now I feel like this bachelor season in particular is making me want to travel more oh that's so interesting well Tahoe's so easy for, easy for us to get to I was looking at it and I was like why have I never been there yeah Tahoe it's so close and Ojai those are both well oh yeah I've I have since already planned a trip to Ojai I'm going on my birthday oh are you if anyone wants to come <laughs> hit us up DM us slide right in wait is Ojai still intact yeah, Ojai's fine. Okay. Uh, good news for California. Good news for wildlife. Um, anyway. And the 101 reopened. Oh. I mean, I do think that Santa Barbara's still going through some rebuilding, but they're the ones that got it the worst, unfortunately. Okay. But Ojai's okay. Um, so happy to hear that. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers for Santa with Barbara. Ojai. I mean, with Santa Barbara. Um, okay, so all the girls are going nuts. Um. So much so that Jenna pronounced or mispronounced Ari's name as Ari. Did you catch that? She's like, Ari, I'm going to get to spend so much time with Ari. Jenna is so weird and I love her. I know. I really want to meet her because yeah. I feel like Jenna asks how I would be if a camera got on me because I would just like, I, I said last week. straddle a man if a camera was on you. I, I, no, probably not that. But like, 
you know, I think last week I described her as like a short circuit. Like she just sort of, <laughs> yeah. Um, like she's fidgety and she, um, like things come out of her mouth weird. I yeah. think that is what I would take on. <laughs> oh man. Well, they go to Tahoe. Everyone is in like really cute fall clothes, like boots and scarves. And I'm really jealous of how they all looked. Same except. Okay. And she's like my favorite. She, I love her look more than anybody on this cast was not feeling the French braids in Becca's hair. Oh, see, I thought they were cute. I thought like she came out and I was like, you look great in French braids. Oh, no. Nobody over the age of 18 should ever have French braids. hiking. No, French braids are for field days and spirit days and field days and spirit days alone. Oh, my goodness. Last year, it was (laughs) last year, I was at work and I my hair was insane and I French braided it one long one from the top of my head down the middle of one my long back. one is fine. One long one is fine. Pigtails. No, <laughs> any sort of pigtail. It freaks me out. What? Who's oh, that I disagree. Woman? Is it Margaret from New Jersey who still wears pigtails because her husband likes it? Like it, there's something weirdly fetishy about it for me. Like I just it just I'm not here for them. Oh, I disagree. I pigtails are very different from French braid pigtails, by the way. Very different. And I thought that the French braids, especially when you're going on a hike, was fine. It's just like you look like a reptile. No, she didn't. Yes, everybody does. <laughs> no, I disagree. I liked the I liked them. Okay. <laughs> you um, know who's other, who whose hair also looked great is Kendall. Uh, sorry, crystals. <laughs> Again, okay. <laughs> when when it was in the ponytail, the high ass ponytail. Okay, the ponytail with the wraparound. Yeah, that was super cute. What what was not cute? Oh, her rose ceremony hair looked terrible. Um. Was it her rose? It was no. It wasn't her rose ceremony hair. It was when she was wearing the fur vest, and her hair was just like super big. Right, her hair is like literally frizzing in Tahoe, and I didn't know there was humidity there. Yeah. but that's what I kept thinking. I was like, "Why is your hair frizzy?" But I thought it looked great in the ponytail. I like her high ponytail. She looks like Britney Spears. Ooh, okay. Like right. like younger Britney. I'm glad we were able to come together at least on <laughs> one hairstyle. One hairstyle. Okay, but before the group date happened, CN got a one-on-one. Again, I was so bored, but I do like CN. There are fun things to point out about this date. <laughs> um, first of all, um, the women um, are, lo- are randomly looking at pine needles <laughs> through a binocular. They're like, oh, wow, you can really see the detail Wait, of the pine needles. is this the group date? No, this is when they're parasailing and the women are spying from the house. And then they're like, what? And they they keep shooting like from the angle of them through the binoculars. But like for way too long, like all you see are these like two ants in the sky. It's like, OK, can we move on? Maybe that's why I literally blacked out during this, which I often do during one on one dates. Yeah. Well, I'm parasailing like you really like I was my I was watching with my roommate. I was like, can you have a conversation when you're parasailing? He was just like, I don't know. I've never done it. Kind of. Mm. Uh. Well, the boat ride out, I guess. Right. Because when you start on a boat. Yeah. But even still, the motor is loud. I don't know. I think I guess it depends what kind of boat. Expert boaters, please write in. I don't know. I've been on boats and I've been able to have conversations, but I've never been parasailing. Yeah. I did like the analogy, though, because she was like, parasailing is about letting go and seeing where the wind takes you. And that's what love is. And I was like, that was beautiful. She had a couple of really good um, 
metaphors mm. today. Like she did a really good job of painting a picture. Their <laughs> their date night, I was dying laughing because um, she kept talking about what a nice restaurant it was and she wore this beautiful dress, but they were like in the back room of a hard rock cafe. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I might as well. I was like, chance. wait, so the girls get to stay at this like really cute cabin, and Ari's pumped at staying at the Hard Rock Hotel. <laughs> right. This was also such a downgrade. I would like wrote down the other women's dates up until then. Becca got a pretty woman date where she got to keep a bunch of dresses, and she got to meet Rachel Zoe. Um, Crystal got to meet the family and Lauren S. R.I.P. got to go wine tasting in wine wine country and freaking beautiful CN had to go parasailing. Well, no, had to have dinner at the Hard Rock Cafe. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Um, I'd like to say she also got a Lanco concert or Lanco, excuse me. And by the way, this is, I think the biggest band that's maybe ever played. On the okay. Match. Because I was just like, who is this? You don't know that song. You're going to be there's love story. This has I've ever seen. No. I knew, I knew the second they said Lanco, I knew the band. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's never happened to me before. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously we knew who the Backstreet Boys were. And then Russell Dickerson, I think to this day is the only one to actually win me over. Well, Russell's song is like huge now. It's on country radio. It's so good. It's really good. It is. I never get sick of listening to yours. I know. And, and like, and every time it comes on, I think back to Dean and Rachel dancing and like, I get boost, goosebumps and I cry. Like it, that was, Boost gums. They I thought I can't talk about Rachel and Dean anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, we've moved on from that chapter in our lives. I um I just thought the song was out of key and I thought it was weird. But CN kept talking about how um I just like can we like unpack this love story thing just a little bit oh, and yeah. then we can move on? Okay, so this was an observation no 14-year-old on the planet has ever made, that she witnessed her parents in a fight and was like, wow, marriage isn't always easy. Mm-hmm. I've never thought that. I've always, I'm 25 and I always think marriage is easy. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but I'm just saying, as a 14-year-old girl, to like observe that was very, she's just smart is what well, I'm trying to say. Well, she's smart. Okay, but then she follows it up with like, I guess – she was just like, so I've never seen a true love story. And then growing up, like witnessing, you know, fairy tale love stories, you never saw women who looked like me represented in those stories. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, it's hard for me to picture um, a love story. Um, right. Even like where, a rom-com, you know. Yeah, and that is it's not so, just a Disney princess thing. I completely and I was just like for a second I was just like oh man like and then when Ari was just like you know this could be our love story and I was like oh good line even though I thought it was kind of weird when he said love story of women that look like you like he said it kind of weird but as I was thinking about it I was just like what you witnessed with your parents fighting was probably a healthier look at what love is than any of those rom-coms any of those Disney movies because like love is like fighting and solving problems not even just love like marriage especially what they're all here for and i don't know i wasn't there i don't know what her parents marriage was right but i was or just, what they were fighting about. but in terms of like what we idealize as a love story no you're right like it is so true like it is what right what you were saying was like it's 
yeah, it's solving problems together. It's like an actual, and this would come up, it's like an actual partnership. It's not like one person taking care of the other, you know? So like one per, like the who's shining in the relationship ebbs and flows. And like whenever that ebb is happening, mm-hmm. that's when the relationships get really hard, I think. Mm-hmm. And and that's and that's fine. It's just because it's also about being comfortable. So is why they say you can't love anyone until you love yourself because you have to know yourself, which is why. Becca, we'll get to you. Okay, we'll get to you. See, I I also couldn't stop staring at her teeth. I think she has like the most gorgeous smile I've ever seen. I know. I said the same thing. I was like, she has incredible dental work. Uh, before we get to like um, the next group date, I would like to introduce a new segment and I haven't talked to you about this. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> um, crystal ITM quotes. And we can check in every now and again. <laughs> but up until here, she's had a couple of winners. Okay. Um, she's so proud of Ari. She's, she's proud so of because he's a man who knows what he wants. All of these women have a false version of reality. Um, and then she said... Uh, Ari's looking for a woman, not a girl. And then my personal favorite is I'm like secure. <laughs> so these are the gems that we and are getting and it's not even her date yet. This is <sighs> this is great foreshadowing because I have never seen someone quite so insecure as I have seen Crystal this week. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I was just like, oh, my God, she's freaking out. Yeah, it was a tough look. And I mean. Granted, if I were in her position, I would freak out. But it's a tough drop when you're coming off of that confident and that uh, condescending. But that's the thing. She was like, her insecurities were coming through these like weird things that she thought were sounding confident. And I was like, ooh, you're just really afraid. Yeah. And I feel like some women fall uh, on this franchise, fall victim to uh, them repeating the same soundbite over and over. <laughs> like Liz uh, last year when she talked about having sex with Nick. She said it one time and they repeated the soundbite like 20 times to that the point to Olivia too, where it seemed like all she spoke, like all she talked about was um, like having sex with Nick. But she was like, yeah, no, I talked about it one time <laughs> and they just reused it. Whereas- same thing happened. Olivia says the same thing. And I think even um, Corinne said that she's like, they literally got like a soundbite of me like snoring once and they kept using it or like crunch someone said like i was like crunch i was eating a potato and they kept using the crunch sound every time they showed me eat (laughs) (laughs) the same crunch okay yeah so (laughs) but crystal the variation of things that she has said like because like this is just I mean, the, these aren't even the ITMs that include the moments that she was a part of. Yeah, I know. Like the um, the variation, how many things that she has she said in the episode makes it seem like she is always actually talking about it. That's true. So, yes, I think she's a victim of editing, but I also just think that probably is how she was. I'm sure there were other narratives going on in the house, so it wasn't like the world against Crystal. But Well, and you know what? I've been thinking a lot about this. And like, listen, Crystal... <laughs> Has not shown herself in a great light. I cannot argue. (laughs) It's been pretty bad. But it is the only storyline they have other like so like the storyline within the house. So like obviously there's like Becca being young or, you know, whatever. The only thing that they have to go off of 
is crystal so far of what we've seen. And I was stalking all these girls on Instagram last night and I was like, oh, they're all best friends that to me, I'm just like, oh, it's so clear what's happening. All these women were such good friends that like the only thing that they had to run on that was dramatic this season is this is crystal. I mean, seriously, Ari's like, even though Ari's kind of boring, like he still seems to like get along with everyone. He still says like sweet things here and there. Like I still find him actually pretty charming. (laughs) And like, there's just, there's not so far. There's not that much drama. It's literally only this crystal thing. They've had a lot of comedic moments, like, you know, with like Kendall's taxidermy and like weird crap like that. But I don't know. Can you think of any other storyline? Well, no, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm thinking back to any other season and I feel like it's the same thing. Well, yeah. And that's what happened to Olivia, I think, on Ben's season. Well, no, because then he told two girls he loved them. That was cool. <laughs> but like, I like, I don't know. I felt like a Nick season. There's much more drama like with Nick. I felt obviously Rachel was like such an engaging bachelorette. Like she just did such a good job. And Caitlin, there was so much drama. Like that was most, truly the most dramatic season ever. This is like. The only thing they have. Yeah, but it's a lot. There's a lot of meat on that. Bone. Sure. But it is the only thing. And I don't I don't know that I've ever seen. And uh, granted, we're not we're not done the season yet. But I'm like, I have not seen a season maybe where there's what maybe Andy. That was a boring season. <laughs> yeah, but that was a boring season. I mean, like they're making it work. And. I think sure. there are other I mean, there's like fun thematic things that are going on. Right. Like Becca's age and Chelsea's motherhood. I think sure, I agree. I think that there's, there's a lot of characters that it's still an entertaining watch. I but. agree that it, there's still like other stuff going on. But in terms of drama, this is all they've got. Yeah. OK. Fine. So they're milking. Yeah. It. No, I'm not arguing that. Um, OK, but let's, let's talk about this group date, because how it started was the most absurd thing I have ever seen ever in my life ever ever and I I could not go to sleep (laughs) are you talking about peeing in a bottle yeah so they have a uh, retired Green Bay commander have the women pee in a bottle uh, like in a um those were nice water bottles yeah were they water bottles or were they like Trump what's the um oh like a canister yeah um and then Ari was just like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna pee first to show you that I have what it takes to survive in the wilderness. I'm going to drink my pee first right. to show you what I, that I can survive in the wilderness. And then he does it. And then Jacqueline, he like basically lets her put her lips to her own canister of urine <laughs> well, before he's like, no, 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 I'm sorry. I was drinking apple juice. Like it, some probably still got on her face because you could see her like wincing to the side. <laughs> She's like, oh, I wish you kind of told me like a second earlier. <laughs> to me, too, there's like, I cannot see. So- I don't know that I'd ever still be attracted to somebody who was like, sure, I'll drink my own pee. And like, then she stays. She stays. And I was like, how was that? Like, He must really not have liked the two women that he let go. <laughs> In order to keep Jacqueline, because we know how easily grossed out he gets. Remember that girl from the first episode who asked her to smell her pits and he was like, ew, no. (laughs) And this is way worse. This is way worse. All right. So then they eat bugs and I don't know. Some of them have fun. Tia, Kendall and Crystal's just like, it's really desperate. Yeah. She, uh, 
uh, she thinks everything's extremely exhausting to watch. Yeah. Um, she, she is watching. So I guess the women get separated into groups with Ari. <laughs> like, uh, there are two women, or there are four women on one team, four women on another team, and four women on the team <laughs> with Ari because they get led through this treasure map that's going to lead them to hot springs. I also thought this was absurd. They're lit. I mean, I guess technically they have a camera crew. They would have been fine, but they were like in the snow, like with a compass. That's all they have. Right. <laughs> so I'm like thinking about like, I was just like, yes. It would have those- been so miserable. I, I would like, get me to this fucking hot springs. I will strangle anyone who doesn't take me there right now. I was thinking that it kind of looked sort of fun. Yeah, if you were in Ari's group, but the ones who weren't with Ari that are like, you're telling me that I have to go through like these mountains with like to try to and like all these other girls are getting all this extra time with him. I would have been annoyed. Also, yeah. I were I don't even think those teams were picked. I think Ari was just like, okay, I'll go with the blue team. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. So I would have been like upset. Yeah, probably. No, I get their frustration. I I also it was bringing back um flashbacks of like being in group projects where you were the <laughs> only one doing the work and like everybody else was just kind of mindlessly following and you're like, "Can anybody else except for me contribute to this?" Like when Becca was frustrated, I was also frustrated. <laughs> and then you have a shot of Jenna like sniffing the dirt in her hand. <laughs> I know. I was like, I would Marie, not have liked to be the leader. I was dying and I don't know. Maybe I should just skip to this really fast. But Marie and Chelsea's fight was the greatest thing that's ever happened. I know you say that there's no drama. And then meanwhile, Chelsea is glam shaming Marie. It was the funniest thing. Marie's like, I, at first I thought it was a joke. I was like, oh, what a fun bit they're doing. And then I was like, oh, my God, she's being serious. Marie has to pull Chelsea aside that evening and be like, I heard you said I was like combing my hair with my compass. Um, yeah, Chelsea, I was combing my hair because my hair looked like shit, okay? <laughs> and she's like, oh, it wasn't, oh, because she was just like that I was checking myself out in the mirror of my compass. She's <laughs> like, oh, Chelsea was like, no, I think I said that you were brushing your hair. And she was like, keep my name out of your mouth. <laughs> like, uh, stop glam shaming me. And Chelsea's like, I am all about glam. I love glam. <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> oh my God. It was the best fight I had ever seen. Ever. Actually, she said hashtag pro glam. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're right. A lot like a group project where you, <laughs> you didn't pick these people. They eventually all make it to the hot springs and uh, Ari puts his arm around Kendall. And then which, by the way, was rude. I thought it was pretty rude. I can't believe he did that in front of all the girls, which is why I thought what Caroline and Tia did was funny because it cut the tension when they yes. were like, oh, we'll put arms around each other. Because- us too. Us too. Yeah, it was funny. And Crystal's like, you're making Ari feel uncomfortable. I know. And it was just like, well, Ari, I think, made himself feel uncomfortable. I agree. That's he what pulled I said. a shitty move and the girls were just calling it out. It was less about it being Kendall. I thought what they were doing and more it was way more that Ari just did that Mm -hmm. in front of everyone I know I agree so also I just wrote down that Tia burped and it was hilarious she had like a really big burp (laughs) Tia had like so many beautiful facial expressions during this entire cocktail (laughs) I really like Tia and I like that she calls everyone dude I know even Ari you know there's just something very salt of the earth about her from wiener well, so because of this whole arm around whatever, she 
like Crystal gets like really upset and talks to Tia and Caroline. Yeah. Um, she pulls them aside after speaking to Ari. She was like, I'm sorry, Ari. Did you not even see what went down in that hot tub today? And Ari's like, no. <laughs> but then he like appeased her. He was just like, of course they're jealous. You're beautiful. And we have a connection. Like, of course they're jealous. And I feel like Caroline was the real casualty in this because he needed to punish the behavior in order to appease Crystal. But he loves Tia, so he never wanted to let her go. Right. That's um, so true. But she pulls him aside and... um. Tia is just whip smart and she was just like I know you were talking about me to Ari yeah and Kendall at that and and Tia also pulled a great move when she was talking to Ari oh so so smart she's so smart is she acknowledged the drama she didn't like pretend like it didn't exist and she's like Ari I know like that you know about all this stuff going on I don't even want to talk about any of that I just want to talk about us and I was like oh so smart. That's exactly what a guy wants to hear in this yeah. situation. And by that, by pulling that, it's diminishing that girl's yeah. feeling and validity and putting yourself above it. Yeah. It was really smart. It was like manipulative gold. <laughs> Tia is a queen. We have um another uh ITM crystal ITM where she, she said I can't even remember the context, but she said, I guess I come across as flawless. <laughs> She says that she comes across as flawless and that's why everyone is threatened by her. (laughs) She also said when she was like deciding what she wanted to say to Ari, she's just like, I haven't decided exactly what I want to say to Ari yet, but I have a feeling it's going to be perfect. I don't even know what that means. I feel, I I really wish I could like do impressions because I want (laughs) to so badly do the voice. I have a feeling it's going to be perfect. Uh, also why does she whisper every time she talks i legitimately could not i had my volume up so high and i was like i still can't hear you maybe this is her way of like avoiding the mics because i was like my volume is all the way up and i still cannot hear you and my apartment is silent it's just me yeah i put it on closed captioning in order to be able to (laughs) that was smart yeah well i got it to i had to know um dark horse in this episode (gasps) candle Oh my god, Ping! Poor Ping. Uh, so she she walks around with a uh, duckling, a taxidermy duckling, duckling named Ping on her shoulder, and, and this we didn't me, see it the whole time. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see it. I was like thrown off a little bit by this because I was just like, well, in my head, I'd like to think that the animals that she taxidermies are have died of old age. And she's preserving their life. But if it's a duckling, then you like slaughtered a baby duck so you could walk around with it on your shoulder during The Bachelor. It didn't even go to air. (laughs) I really, yeah, we didn't even get to see Ping. Probably because people were so upset by the dead seal she brought. I am really not here for taxidermy. I'm not here. I think I like Kendall. I think she's like kind of weird and innocent. She's quirky and sexy. <laughs> a conundrum that Ari just couldn't comprehend. <laughs> right. He's never seen a uh, comedy, a sitcom, I guess, ever like, in his life. New girl. He doesn't get Fox. <laughs> he no, does not get Fox. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to not like Kendall, but I do not like that she carries dead animals. That would be a turnoff for me. Yeah. I, I agree. But for so like it somehow fits the vibe of this date. Like this was she was right. Like this is this, was this is date. a medium for, set up for her to succeed. Like she was down to eat the bugs. 
Um, she was like a funny sport about peeing in the can. She wasn't the first to drink her, drink own her own beer. She played it well. She was like fun on the hike. Yeah, she did a good job. And like, I don't even think she was on Ari's team. And they still found like the she was on. A, I think she oh, was. On she the was team. okay because like that's what really set Kendall off, or Crystal off because he was witnessing the connection that was forming. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Kendall did a great job. And yeah, I thought it was like I. She didn't come. She she said this thing, and I I didn't. She's so. I feel like she is so real and so genuine that it didn't come off wrong. And like, I feel like if Crystal had said this, it would have been like so disingenuous. She was like, you know, disingenuous. Yes. <laughs> Freaking what's her face? Did Caroline said out? ingenuine today, and I've tried. I've been like looking it up. Like, is it a word? <laughs> ingenuous. I guess. I don't think so. Anyway, fake. Let's say fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, she was like, "Yeah, this isn't like, you know, this isn't like a shopping date. It's not like a fancy date. Like, this is like where I'm like really going to shine." And I, and I kind of like felt for her in that minute because I was like, "Oh, like the Bachelor is so like romantic and girly and like wearing mm-hmm. ball gowns and looking so pretty and like being in a fairy tale that I was like, oh, it must be really hard if you're not into that stuff. Yeah, she. they had a date that suited her well. And I think she said it in earnest. And I think that's why we like her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was immediately thwarted. And when she said, um, this is where Kendall shines. Don't ever refer to yourself in the third person. <laughs> I don't care how cute and how quirky you are. Please don't do it anymore. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done that. Not ironically. Um, I have like one final thought that I just want to like encapsulate this because I feel like this group date because I feel like it translates well into what we're going to be talking about next. Ari uh, also seems to be sh- a, a, um, a connection seems to be forming between him and Lauren B. Yeah, one that is kind of like he pulls her aside to talk to her. Yes. It was interesting. He seems really into her. I noticed that Lauren B is 25. That's young. Yes. That is really young. And they That's 11 years. That's a lot. And it's and it's coming on the other side because we're about to segue into his date with Becca. This is just sort of a philosophical question that I just have for the general public. Okay. And I want you to participate because okay. I'm I don't know. Okay. Is there much of a difference between 25 and 22? Okay. I had a feeling this is where it was going. Mm-hmm. I it this is so hard to say because in my personal life, like light years. Mm-hmm. I feel like who I was at 22 and my lifestyle at 22 could not be more different than it was at 25. And let's not forget a lot of 22 year olds are still in college, you know? So that's just like an environment. And I don't know if Becca went to college or whatever, but that's just like an environment that's like not conducive to dating a 36 year old man or yeah. woman. Mm-hmm. So I know, cause I, I was thinking a lot about this too. Cause Becca is crazy young. 22 is young. It doesn't, it sounds younger than 20, like just hearing it. But like, I was like, wow, but there's still a lot of women still in their 20s. Like a lot of them are still in their 20s. Right. But I. Mikkel's 23. Yeah. Ooh, her grandpa passed away this week. So sad. I think she comes back next week because I saw her in the promos. Yeah. I think that she does come back and I'm, I felt really sad for her. Um, For me, I feel like an entirely different person. I feel like 
I, I, I'm 25, almost 26. I still have a lot of life to live, but I feel like just, I know my people are, people that are over 30 listening are probably rolling their eyes at this, that I'm 25 saying this, but I feel like I know myself so much more than I knew myself at 22. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to have perspective now. Um, like to say where I was when I was 25, when I was 22, um, cause I felt like I was sort of, I don't know, I guess I had grown up a lot and I guess I had sort of realized who I was a little bit more, but, um, people that I had gone to college with became married immediately after college yeah. and like immediately settled down, bought a house, had like fancy jobs. So like, I don't know. I guess it really just depends on the individual. I think it, I think it does. So that's like, I guess that's like really hard. Like then it's like hard to answer because there are people like I, I still have like really close friends that, um, I feel like aren't the same as they were at 22, but maybe their lifestyles haven't changed that much. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, and I feel like mine is like, like completely different. I don't know. Like I, I not, I don't, I almost said like, I feel like who I am now would be ready to date a 36 year old man. Like me, I, I guess I don't like, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. Age age shouldn't age should not matter. But when you're dealing with someone who could have been fresh out of college, it it feels like it really does. And, uh, you know, and Ari even said this. He was like, Becca has a lot of life to still live. And I feel like even within like just 10 years, she like that's I mean, that's true. She had I don't know. Well, I guess the difference is Becca presents herself as a free spirit yeah and maybe if she came off of like you know college and she was like i got my partying out of the way i have this in line because she doesn't seem like a partier and by the way i know plenty of people well into their 30s that still are partiers like look at anybody on vanderpump rules (laughs) favorite show but um i i think um she just she doesn't seem like I don't really think that partying actually has anything to do with it. She just Mm. like her spirit feels like it should like she feels like she still needs to um, because she is such a free spirit. Like, I just don't think she would be happy settling down in Scottsdale, Arizona. And like, let's just say it, it. It's sad. But like the more life you live, the more your spirit, I think, kind of. I don't want that. It settles in. It settles in. It maybe focuses itself other places. Maybe we'll say that. (laughs) Yeah, but right now, I know she has disputed the fact that she wants to be an actress. She was like, I want to, I never said I wanted to be an actress, but I want to work with children in a creative sphere. Becca should be an actress. She'd be great. She is so beautiful. Yeah. I was like looking at her from every angle, She's no makeup. So articulate, so beautiful. Like, can uh, clearly has studied like every Zoe Deschanel movie that ever was, and like just like repeats lines back at it at Ari. So he like it <laughs> is amazed she by her is wisdom. And so five hundred days of summer, it's unreal. I know. <laughs> I wish so badly she'd be an actress. If she was an actress, and I was working at my old casting agency, I would be like. Get her in there. She would be cast immediately. Yeah. Um, I just feel like she she needs to like, she needs to figure that stuff out. She needs to do it. 
Um, well, since we've already talked about it, let's move into the date. Okay. So they go on this really cool date. They're horseback riding, um, which to the note of parasailing too, I guess you can't really have a conversation that well while you're horseback riding, but they seem to do it just fine. They go to the hot tub. They make out like crazy. Their conversation also seems to flow. Like when Ari was talking about the Black Widow, I know I, I was joking that I couldn't remember anything that he said. Yeah. But when he was talking about like um, it was like the first race that he had taken on by himself, he like financed it completely alone and then he ended up screwing up his shoulder and he got screws. Like that's yeah. the most of a real conversation that I have had that's not exposition. Yeah. And I actually, <clears throat> excuse me, I really liked her. I mean, even her her, her ITM, I was like, wow, she really is kind of mature. Like she's really taking this like uh, the way she was talking about the relationship. She was like, obviously, the physical connection was there. That was a given. But she's like this day that I spend with him. I'm like, no, I like him as a person, too. Like she's been very real about this, like physical chemistry off the charts, obviously. And she's like, oh, now I know I like him for who he is and like yeah. how we can be together. And I was yep. like, wow, she really is mature. Yeah. I, she seems to be very aware. Like she has, seems to have mm. a lot of self-awareness and she seems to be really aware of what her feelings are. And she has realistic expectations based on what the interactions have been so far. Something that Crystal could really learn from because <laughs> Crystal seems to have zero sense of that. Yeah. Which is like, I don't, while I don't think, um, Crystal is ill-intentioned. I think she has zero awareness and that is what gets her into trouble because she's condescending. She ends up hurting women's feelings. Right. Keeps herself isolated. Right. I feel like what Becca's, uh, uh, Becca's superpower is Crystal's weakness. Yeah. So I made a prediction. I wrote down a prediction At, right after she revealed her age to R and he started freaking out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I said, I think Becca's going to make it to the final four. And when he goes home, like they do hometowns, he's mm. going to realize I can't be with a 22 year old. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Break it off. That's my prediction. Uh, he, I have not been reading spoilers. I couldn't way. tell when his like because his interaction, it looked like he was going to throw up when he found out that she was 22. I know. But I he, think he had the same thought that I've been having of stop kissing all these babies. <laughs> well, the women, the woman that he called it off with a month before he ended up getting announced from the bachelor is 23 years old and they dated for a year, which meant that they dated when he was, when she was 22. Mm. So I don't think he necessarily has a problem with dating younger women. I think he, he prefers it, (laughs) but I think in that moment he was like, Oh, everyone's going to know that I'm a pervert. (laughs) I don't, (laughs) I don't even know if perverts, perverts, the right word. I mean, it sounded like his relationship was consensual with his last girlfriend. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not venturing into that territory. <laughs> but like, it's more that he's attracted to young flesh. Okay. But I think to me, it was like, that's not what I came here for. Like, I can't, like, I need a wife. He was like, <laughs> I need a wife. I literally need to have the life that like my, bro- my younger brother's having. <laughs> and I think that that's what he's like so focused on. And he's like, oh crap. If I leave here with Becca, I'm leaving the same exact person that I was. Right. He's just going to continue his pattern. But she's just so pretty. And she's looking at him with those big doe eyes. And he's just like, okay, fine. Here's the rose. <laughs> I know she's really pretty. I don't know. I don't think she'll win. Yeah. She's not going to. Yeah. But <sighs> maybe he'll bring her around for overnight dates so they can fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I, mom. I feel like they already have. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, he's just so attracted to her i know i mean his body language with her is just he he's open he's leaning they feel like a couple yeah they're just all well no they feel like a hot fling yeah it literally feels like teacher and student it is what it feels like it feels like they're having an affair and i'll never get over it (laughs) at least Whatever. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Not Save gonna. The, no. Yeah. <laughs> Save your perverse thoughts to yourself, Sarah. Um, okay. So then we don't have a cocktail party. We go straight to the rose ceremony. And Crystal is like, wait, can I talk to you? Because she's freaking out. Oh, but Ari, uh, Chris Harrison's like, we're not even going to have cocktail party because Ari knows who he wants to go home. Right. Which, by the way, I'll say this. Um Ben Higgins has uh, been on record saying because Ben Higgins was notorious for skipping cocktail parties. He never had them. It was like he's just like, no, he just ceremonies. Yeah. He was like, we're just doing we're just doing the rose thing. And then later he's been on record saying he had a parasite during his season. He didn't know. And he was so sick that he could he physically could not go through cocktail parties. Sorry, I was on the toilet. Um <laughs> We just film this real fast. I know. By the way, I feel like cocktail parties probably are like insanely exhausting. Oh, yeah. I mean, I so like at some point, whether you're not feeling well or you're just like you're really, really exhausted that anytime I see them canceling a cocktail party, I'm like, that's what's going on. They're sick or like whatever. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so the scenes. Uh, Crystal uh, does not adhere to these rules that Ari has placed upon us. And she's just like, can we just like talk really quick? And the only reason he agreed to do that was because he was definitely picking her. Right. She didn't even say anything. I think she was just like, I feel vulnerable. She basically was like, she said, I'm not here playing games. Like, I think she was just like, I care about being here and I need you to know that. Do you think she was insecure about Tia getting the rose from the... So she was like, just FYI, whatever Tia told you, I'm not playing games, even though Tia was just like, I'm not going to (laughs) diminish myself to talking about the women who are playing games. Yeah, it was just her saving her butt. And then two of my favorites go home. I knew they weren't going to make it, but I really do like their. Also, Brittany T. Bye, Caroline. And you know what's really sucky? Caroline's from Fort Lauderdale, and that's where they go next week. Oh, fudge. Doesn't that stink? That is such a bummer. I know. It would have been so fun to like go like take like be in your hometown with him. Like what if they run into her? They might. She lives there. <laughs> um, Have you noticed that there's a pattern between who Tia is best friends with and who goes home next? <laughs> yes. Because last week we saw her become best friends with Bibbs and then she left. And then this week we saw her become best friends with Caroline. It's like a curse. Who do you think she's becoming best friends with next? Mm. Her, Becca Kay and Caroline were really close. I found on Instagram. Oh, well, I guess it's Becca Kay. No, Becca Kay's not. Becca Kay's making it all the way to Italy. I don't know. She wrote, she wore her dumb lizard pigtails. <laughs> no, we know. I saw in the promo. That and she a goes one piece to- bathing suit. She looked hot. No, I know. Oh she looked God. amazing. I just thought it was never that whole joke on SNL that like if you bring a one piece, you're going home. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. But it had sexy cutouts. So Caroline's didn't. No, Caroline. Caroline's for a second. (laughs) When I saw Caroline's one piece, 
I was like, because I think that she's the first woman we saw in a bathing suit. I was like, did they give them bathing suits? I know. It's like, are you on a swim team right now? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> it's a lot, that's what it looked like. It looked like those weird bathing suits that um, Nick and Vanessa wore when they went into mm-hmm. that hot tub. Oh, yeah. I did remind. I was getting a little bit of flashback. <laughs> Lucky news for Caroline is like her boobs are just so good. Mm. I feel like every time she like is wearing clothes, I'm like boobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel like with a lot of them. But anyway, so who stays? Lauren B, Kendall, Ashley, who I keep forgetting about, Becca K, Chelsea, Jenna, Jacqueline, Marie, Crystal, and then our three roses: CN, Becca M, and Tia. Good, good group. Yet somehow he seems to be letting go of the best ones. I know. They're always my favorites, but. Okay. Um, do we have an LVP and an MVP of this episode? You know what? I was trying to think of it. I feel like MVP has to be Tia because she just played it so smart. Mm-hmm. So smart. And LVP, I'm sorry, is Jacqueline. <laughs> oh, yeah. She literally was like, sure, I'll drink my own. But it was weird. I don't, although I don't know, maybe she's an MVP because she put her urine into her own mouth and still somehow squeaked by. Totally. I think my MVP has to be um, Kendall just because mm. I feel like she made the most headway this whole episode. Huge strides, huge strides. Um, I can't even say that my LVP is Crystal because I don't think that Ari's opinion is, is at all diminished about her. Yeah. Um I feel like this sucks because I liked her more because out of it, but like Becca um like laid her sentencing the minute that she exposed her age. I know, but what are you gonna do? Get engaged and then be like, FYI, you've never asked my age, you dumbass. I'm twenty two. She Yeah, she could have kept it a mystery. <laughs> and then Ari could have just projected his own fantasies onto it and he'd be like, She's twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> How's your fantasy team? Um, I have Kendall, Becca K, and then Brittany T went home. Okay. I still have, um, wait, don't you have Becca K too? No, that's what I said. Oh, Becca sorry. K. You have Becca M. I've got Becca M, Chelsea, and Tia. So my girls are going strong. I think yours are all going pretty far. Ooh, my instincts are so good. I feel like Chelsea, I feel like we have not, they're, her, there's going to be something big with Ari and Chelsea. I don't know. I feel like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like something's lingering. Yeah. Like it's either going to be an explosion of love or like they're going to get in a fight. We'll see. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I know. Me too. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, my Instagram handle is Alex Ryan Frank. Sarah's is Sarah Elizabeth Franklin. Feel free to DM <laughs> us if you have any hot takes. Again, yeah, anything we love like if you, from you guys, yeah, it, like you don't even if you know something about these girls or Ari, great. If not, just like your own opinions, we'd love to have them and we'd love to share them, especially if they're different from ours. Yeah. Seriously, we're wrong a lot. <laughs> um, shout out to Emily, Mary, Drew, and Maggie for the love. We love you guys. Thanks for continuing to listen. Yeah. And any final thoughts, sir? Um, no, I'll never get over Jacqueline drinking her own pee. Yeah, she is. Wow. She will always be that in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and Ari is probably. All right. I can't. We've exhausted okay. it. Good luck okay. getting a job. Bye.
Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. What's a creative podcast network?